0: What is up, Loud Crowd? We are here to review the new two Lattice episodes that came out on Labor Day. And more. And I am joined by two special guests. First on the line, Mr. Caloric Leader 9.
1: What is up, loud crowd? It is great to be back.
0: Also joining us for the second time, Mr. Dickus 3.
2: Hey, what's up? I'm here a second time.
0: That's all I got. Awesome, guys. So, um, before we begin... um. Any uh, any like um big ideas about the two Labor Day episodes? Um, just uh, like um, few words before we really get into the nitty gritty of how you felt thoughts about them.
2: Um. Yeah, nothing. That is true. Uh, before we get into the specifics on it, I'll say um, you know, between the two of them, I thought it was a really strong pairing. I really enjoyed both episodes and. I'm really eager to talk about why I liked him so much, because I really uh, got a kick out of him.
0: Awesome. So the first episode that came out was called A Grave Mistake, and, um... What was pretty interesting about this episode was seeing how assertive uh, Lucy was uh, throughout the episode. It's a position we haven't really, uh, a position actually we've seen her, like, take more recently from, like, the previous two seasons. As we saw in Phantom Pains, her going out of her way to, like, pretty much um get this character killed off on the show, which is pretty, um... Incredible to see from an eight-year-old, and uh, in this episode, she was really assertive in wanting that presidential role, and it's pretty nice seeing these characters grow up and be more, um, like, forceful in the things they want and not just taking a seat back, you know? It really only used to be, like, Lincoln and Lori and Lola used to be, like, um be the one took action, but now you're seeing it from all the sisters, Luann, Luna, and now uh, Lucy, so that's a big thing I saw. Also, we got to see the return of Haiku, a very popular side character in the fandom, and probably her biggest role in this episode actually causes, um, or comes in conflict with Lucy for this um presidential role, and seeing more of the Morticians Club is pretty cool, um, being uh, fleshed out a lot with um, this, uh, Lucy's friend group overall. And I uh, just gotta talk about the emotional of Ricky's funeral. Just uh, incredible song by uh, Lucy. Rest in peace, uh, Ricky. Hope you're uh, watching above us, and um, seeing Lucy. Seeing Lucy acknowledge that um, her actions are going into the presidential role and realizing that she was way over her head and like even willing to like give up the role even though like she kind of got in a kind of like a pretty suspicious way by getting her brother to join the club we'll talk about that a little bit later but um yeah seeing Lucy being mature enough to give up the role as president and then them ending as co-president overall I really love this episode I love the pacing I love the growth within the, uh, within the characters and a lot of funny parts and a lot of continuity too so um What are your thoughts, uh, CL9? I
1: have to say that um, this episode was, um, in my opinion, really good. Um, This has to be my favorite Lucy episode far. Especially since this focuses on her and Haiku. I gotta say, one of my favorite moments was um, Rooster. I love Ricky. They're very um also it, it was really interesting that we actually got to see um in the um in the loudhouse because they did mention before that um we would be seeing um death in but then this was the episode we got. Um scene, um especially the first part was very funny how they launch the coffin up to the sky and it gets launched onto an airplane. <laughs> that was very funny. Um, that episode I think was when Luna came out and sung that sun at the end. Something that I didn't expect. Um, and I will admit when I saw that that I had a few tears in my eyes. But overall this episode was great. I had there were lots of laughs. Um not a cool another laugh I had was um when Lincoln appeared dressed up in cob that was very funny to see. Overall, this episode was very interesting, possibly my favorite Lucy episode of, of this entire um, series, and um, this episode was really good, and um,
2: yeah. I'm gonna agree with uh, Calorica on this, I really enjoyed this episode, I think it's definitely up there, one of my favorite um, Lucy episodes, just because... I thought it was a really fun time just the whole way through. The entire story was really interesting. It was fun, sort of, like you said, seeing Lucy sort of, like, assume a leadership role in a position that we haven't really seen her before. The episode sort of keeps going with, like, you know, consistent gags the whole way through that I thought was really funny. It was really funny. Uh, I always really get a good kick out of uh, when Lincoln's, like, a supporting character, just when he's sort of getting dragged around by the people doing stuff, it's always kind of entertaining because it's, always sort of like with this continuous state of confusion about what they're doing. And I thought this episode sort of did it where he sort of got roped into doing helping Lucy, but he doesn't really know how to actually act like a goth and blend in or really understand what, where she's uh, getting her conclusions from on how she needs to be uh, trying to show up to the rest of her uh, club mates. I thought, I thought that whole thing was really funny. The whole thing with the, uh, with the, Ricky the Rooster. That whole thing was really funny to me, just because um, I. It's it's like a really long running like bit of morbid humor throughout the whole episode. Like they they show him at the beginning, and then they actually like drive it super quick home. That's like this ugly looking old chicken that's like standing, basically dead on its legs. Like it's just barely functioning, barely alive, and then sort of. After it dies, they do this whole thing where they sort of just, like, send it off in the most unflattering way possible. and it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of mean, but it's also really funny. The whole thing with the uh, trebuchet caught me off guard.
0: Huh.
2: It, that, like, actually genuinely caught me off guard. I actually kind of lost... That was the point in the episode where I actually lost it, because I wasn't expecting... Because I, I knew the joke was going to be oh, Lucy screws, it up, screws up the funeral, I didn't expect it to be like, oh, she. By the way, she also uh, launches a casket with a trebuchet to a passenger airplane, and that's how they end the funeral.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I really, I really got a kick out of that. I really like the whole, the whole episode. Sort of. I guess, I guess it's fitting for the character that you know, for the, the goth character to have the episode that's full of a ton of dark humor. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know,
2: I really, I really got a kick out of that. I thought that was really funny. I, I love it when you kind of get a show that's sort of like very nice and wholesome and then sort of isn't afraid to like make jokes where it's like, Oh, the joke is just that this is messed up. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so, yeah. I really enjoyed that. And in, in a funny kind of cyclical way, it almost seems like the send off at the end is sort of like a, like a, Oh, Hey, sorry for, uh, sorry for kicking this character around the whole episode since it's dead anyway, let's give it a nice send-up. <laughs> yeah. Which was, you know, the, the, song, was, the song was really nice, but I, that it seemed kind of like there was a really funny undertone to that to me. That was just like, oh, so they just took this rooster, basically railed on it the whole episode, killed it, dis, disrespected it through two funerals, and then launched it off into the sky in a balloon and then gave it a really nice song. Like, oh, sorry, there you go, we're cool.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so... um. The, the whole episode to me was really, more than anything, I found it really funny. I thought it was really just enjoyable to sit down with and I got a good laugh out of it. So um definitely in terms of Lucy episodes, it's up there on one of my favorites just in terms of like how much I got to enjoy, just how consistent the gags were the whole way through.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I think that's all I got with that. Yeah, and um the point about uh, Ricky the turned out to be somewhat of um, an icon from this episode and definitely got a a better funeral than that spider from, uh, season one, I mean, uh, Ricky's funeral was, uh, kind of heartwarming overall, and, um, it, I guess it's kind of something for the show not to dance around the fact that, um, I guess pets die, so, um, yeah. yeah, and, uh, another great thing about the episode was, uh, Lucy's dress during the funeral being, um, being pretty much referenced, uh, from, um, Jacqueline Kennedy, uh, that was her name, um, JFK's wife. funeral from, um, her, um, her husband's funeral, so that was pretty, um, interesting, to oh, see. yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw that too,
2: I actually, I, I totally forgot about that until you just said it, I, I actually really enjoyed that, I love little, like, history jokes like that,
0: yeah, and, um, I want to ask you guys about, um, the death thing in a little bit, it's, uh, I mean, it's a little bit more dark than this episode went, but, um, the music overall was, uh, pretty, um, pretty great, like, uh, Darren said, um, especially, like, when the Morticians Club was meeting in there, like, um, what a, appears to be a cemetery, but, um, uh, no, I'll touch that point a little bit later, let's stick on the episode, so, um, Lincoln had a, uh, pretty interesting role in this episode, and there was some controversy earlier about this, um, his role in the episode, and, um, and, uh, in this episode, um, he kind of, um, I want to say he helped. He only helped by getting his sister elected, but then he kind of screwed up the entire rest of the episode. I mean, he kind of should have just told her that he wasn't going to help her. I mean, being a helpful brother is a really great thing, but at some point, you have to learn how to say no, but, um... So, what are your thoughts about Lincoln's role in this episode, um, CL9? Um, actually, that's a pretty hard
1: Point. I think, um... At certain points he was helpful, but other points he wasn't. One of them being during the scene where they're getting ready for the funeral, and he's eating. The minute I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, and it—it's sort of a way like this is what I kind of like about the show. I like how boundaries. Yeah. That's and and that's what interests me. I like shows that do that because you never would imagine to do those things. But the Lighthouse is so different. Like they'll literally will take any topic from a book in their own way. You know?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's amazing. But I think I think that scene to me was a little bit too dark. I was like, oh, like <laughs> Uh, that you know, very heartbreaking, but was to where he was helpful, and there were and he and there were a couple of laughs. Like I, again, I love the goth, gothic outfit, and um, one thing I do have to, to point out about the gothic outfit is um, the shoes that he wears. Um, the shoes actually remind me of a rock band called Kiss, and um, one of the members named Gene Simmons. He had on boots that kind of looked similar to what he was wearing. So, I kind—I like that moment. I—I um, I think there were—I think it was—I think it's mixed. I think there were times where he was helpful, but other times he was like, you know, like really he should have, you know, been there. Overall, I—he he was, you know, okay to in me. So yeah, he was okay.
0: Uh, so what do you think, Rick?
2: Uh, so. Just to uh, just to actually really just quickly, because I'm going to lose my train of thought on this if I don't say this now, uh, that, that thing about the shoes, that wouldn't actually surprise me if that was based off of something, just because, <laughs> you know, within the context of the show, they have an entire band that's point for point, just supposed to be sort of like a, a jokingly non-copyrighted kiss. So yeah, I, that really wouldn't surprise me if they were like, oh, trying to like come up with what he's wearing and just be like... Uh, just a bunch of nose rings, just sort of make him look like an emo Gene Simmons. Just sort of like go, <laughs> just so, something of that, something of that, uh, of that you know brand. So I, that really wouldn't surprise me if that was actually based on something. Yeah. But um, to uh, to get to get to your point about Lincoln's role in the episode, I actually thought it was, I thought it was funny because I think it's fitting for what the episode was trying to show because it's trying to show that um, it was trying to show that Lucy had all these ideas about being president and that she could do all this stuff. Yeah. But that, you know, she didn't understand that she couldn't like manage things by herself. So I think her asking, you know, I think from Lincoln's standpoint, I think him being there is him doing all that he could in his power. Like, you know, Lucy needs someone to help her. He's the one that gets roped into it, but he goes along with it anyways. But it's, but you know, at the end of the day, it's Lucy's fault because it's very abundantly clear that he has no idea how to, like, you know, set up a funeral or, like, pretend to be goth with it seeming even remotely convincing. Yeah. So I, th- I don't think I don't really think his role in the episode is like a, oh, you know, I, think, I don't think his role in the episode is like, oh, he wasn't helpful. I think his role in the episode is that he was being as helpful as he could, It but it's on Lucy for, you know, thinking that she could just use him to you know, she could just do everything herself and then sort of just, like, Get him in on it, and, you know, he would be useful beyond, like, a basic level of, like, understanding what uh, what morticians do and all that. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, did you guys see the tweet that caused a little bit of controversy, quote-unquote? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so... I, I, yeah. I, 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 saw,
1: I saw that tweet, yeah.
0: I heard yeah. A, uh, yeah. a lot of controversy, but uh, they later deleted it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. so... Luckily, uh, I didn't
1: see it, so
0: so the tweet was basically a Nickelodeon uh, they posted a picture with uh picture of Lincoln in like a goth outfit and the caption was the goth e-boy we didn't even know we needed and um, uh, you know like uh, e-boy I like literally never thought that the term meant anything more than just like being online but uh, you know it describes uh, I don't know do you guys have a, a proper definition of e-boy
2: I have none I like very I like vaguely remembered hearing it before I saw that tweet and I remembered it was not something good but that's all I knew about it
1: I think I think from what I heard is um e like boy it's kind of like you know I think I think it's gothic I think some it's something around there but other than that I barely understand understand like what it means but I think it has to do with um stereotypical um with stereotypical typical men or something like that. I don't know, but.
0: Okay. Anyway, it's not important, but, um, did you guys think uh, the tweet was controversial overall?
1: Like I said, I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. So. Answer it would have to be, you know, to me, not. I think it's that Sorry. controversial, but. I know to other people it might, but again, I can't really answer that because I didn't see it. All I ha- had was
0: heard about it. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm kind of a. I mean, I, I think I think it was. you know, I mean, yeah.
2: No, it was controversial because it's, it's one of those like. Right, it's a, so. here's a thing, and like it, it goes all over the place. But like, it, you know, any kind of like. I guess corporate Twitter, like brand Twitter.
0: Yeah, it's like that where it's sort of just a continuous uh, sequence of just throwing memes at the wall and hoping that people think they're funny. Exactly. But you know, the the,
2: the problem is is that uh, especially you know especially with like a the the Nickelodeon Twitter like it, clearly that has to be sort of like clean.
0: <laughs> so I, I
2: feel like there's a lot of like oh what's so it's like oh what's what's this meme oh this is funny let's put it here and you know oh hey we don't like oh isn't this cute like and then e-boy might have other meanings but hey once you know it uh it's rooted in you know in the context that everyone's reading it and something messed up so it's like (laughs) it's a it's you know i I think it's not you know it it wasn't a good tweet at all i thought it was you know but i I don't think it really you know has any connection to the episode other than it's a screen grab from the episode though because you know i was having this discussion with someone the other day but i don't really think you know any of that stuff really has any bearing on the show that's like any it's just a, a promotion you know a promotional account being stupid with their product but
0: yeah yeah uh, that's enough about that but um as, a pretty interesting comment i saw on um the wiki was that um Lucy didn't really deserve to be co-president at the end she kind of just showed Thought the episode that she's impatient, immature, and, and just completely, completely out of her depth in terms of being a co-president. So, what do you guys think? Um, do you think Lucy deserves to be a co-president? Um, I really don't
1: think so. Like, I think in her, I think um in her head, she may have thought that oh, I would have this, but her having. Her, her own idea of oh I'm gonna be a good president but I think at the end she would have needed help but she might be but for right now not really but someday she might
0: okay okay for right
1: now for right now I don't think so but maybe further down the line confidence in herself. I definitely
0: can see her in the future. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, what
2: do you think, Rick? I think I, th- I think she would make I think she'd make a good one because I think um you know the, the whole the whole episode was showing I think that you know she had she had good ideas she was clearly very motivated for it and she was very um, very enthusiastic about the job but the I think the underlying like sort of lesson that she learned is that she can't do it all herself like she was willing to throw everyone under the bus to get at the position if it meant she had to do everything herself and that you know in being and she kind of learns that in being a leader it's important to you know have a you know be able to have a good team beneath you that you can uh that you can uh work with so I think you know at the end of the episode, I think when everyone sort of comes through for and helps her out, and they sort of organize this really nice thing, it shows that like you know, you know it. I think her, I think them kind of conceding the presidency to a co presidency was everyone kind of learning that that entire club operates better as a, a group effort than by one person sort of uh, directly taking control of the top. Yeah. So I
0: think I think she would be a good co-leader. Yeah, she definitely has ideas and inspiration. Um I think some people might have been, uh, didn't really think she should have been rewarded with a position that high for um the way that she initially got elected. But then again, she's 8 years old, so you know, learning by uh, trial, I guess. So, uh finally, let's give our ratings. I gave this um Eight, uh, 8 out of 10. Really great episode overall. Um, like CO9 said uh, earlier, maybe and probably my favorite Lucy episode um, of the entire series. So, um, what are your ratings?
1: The rating for this episode would be the same with you. Um, 8 out of 10. I really love this episode. This is possibly by far the best Lucy um, episode I've ever seen. And in terms with... Uh, there were good moments... Some moments I didn't really like. Better, but overall, this was a very good episode. I really enjoyed it, and it um, has to definitely be one of my top ten favorite um, episodes this
2: season so far. I think I would have to um, give it probably like an eight point five out of ten. Like uh, I, I think that you know it was. It, I agree with you guys. I think it was a very, you know, strong episode. I really enjoyed it. It's definitely probably up there as one of my favorite Lucy episodes now. But um i, I just I you know, I kind of enjoyed it in all the same ways, but at the same time, you know it it had a really good, like funny edge to it. I, I really enjoyed a lot of the jokes. I loved a lot of the small details like we were talking about with the you know, the Jackie Kennedy thing, you know, a bunch of other here's and there's a the song at the end, all the like cool little like title cards I had as a gag going throughout the episode, I, there was a ton of little things I really enjoyed with it that I think kind of push it from, you know, push it up to about like an 8.5 for me.
0: Awesome, awesome. So uh, enough with that episode, let's talk about the second episode on Labor Day, Leader of the Rack. Um, the episode uh, dealt with something that uh, I guess um, a lot of people deal with with uh, friend groups as you guys get older, you know. Always one person in the group that's gonna be a little bit more successful than everybody else, whether that's from hard work or luck. A lot of times it's a combination of both, but um it kinda changes um a friend group's dynamic when one person like is just clearly more superior, not like um as a human being, but like in the role they have within their life and um you know, especially it's pretty weird when like um we have other people, like, working under them. Uh, you know, Lenny was really worried because in this episode, Miss Carmichael, like, um, had to go to whatever convention. And um, Lenny was temporary manager. And um, something we learned from this episode, which is, like, you know, kind of obvious that Miss Carmichael isn't really the best boss. Um... You know, that's from the perception of the workers, but, I uh, you know, workers t- uh, tend to be right, but, um, yeah, so, uh, Lenny gets a temporary manager role, she's really scared that she's gonna become, uh, like, Miss Carmichael, it's like, um, you don't wanna be, uh, end up becoming your, your boss, pretty much, so, she tries to balance being a manager, like, a actual experience manager and being their friend, so she becomes, like, a fun I think that's the term they made, and, um, yeah, you know, balancing the role was not easy at all. And, um, she, she uh, tends uh, to be too lax, and that pretty much makes a downfall, especially on the busiest day of the year. So, I mean, she got to fail on her job at that part. But, um, yeah, the episode ends with them coming back and helping her, and Lenny maintaining a role as a fund manager overall. CL9, what are your thoughts about the episode?
1: This, um, episode is by far my favorite Lenny episode. This is an episode where we really got to see Lenny's character really develop. Like, um one huge uh, from this episode is how well Lenny actually handled the situation where um the um the older people come in and they end up taking over the store and it stresses her out. Oh, she handled that situation. Like, instead of, you know, panicking and, you know, uh, all that, she actually took a leadership role, and that, and that was something that... actually something that came out of nowhere. Um, and this proves that, you know, that... House is changing. I, I saw some things in Season 4 that really have, you know... Um really sensed into me that this um, season is kind of like theme of change, especially. And I definitely can tell that this is going to play a huge role in the following season, season five. And I also loved her friends, too. Um, they were pretty funny.
0: Yeah.
1: But overall, this episode, if I had to pick one topic out of this episode that I really loved, it was Lenny's character development. It really impressed me, and I really want to see more of this because this is a side of Lenny we did not see before, this was a side of Lenny we did not see coming and I want to see more I want to see more Lenny up this this makes me want to see more of Lenny wants me wants me to um want to see your character develop more, and I'm really, really impressed of how this episode went Um, and to tell you the truth, I have nothing bad to say about this episode. This is actually by far the episode I've seen in the Loud House all the time. So, episode, I
2: really loved it.
0: Rick? Hey,
2: um, so, yeah, I gotta agree. I thought this was a really good episode. I definitely think, um, this, uh, this again, (laughs) it's not like a broken record here, but this, this again, I think is definitely up there on, uh, for me, in terms of just like Lenny episodes, I, I really liked. Um, I really liked the whole idea of her sort of assuming a leadership role, which is something that you, that we've never seen from her before. It's uh, it's it's also interesting because you know the, the episode right before it sort of had a, its own similar theme of like leadership in yeah. in sort of like a different package. So when you, when you consider both of them, it's interesting to see that both of them sort of come off from the same general idea of leadership and then go their own ways with how they uh, give lessons about it, which was really interesting to me. But um, it it was really interesting to see Lenny specifically take on a leadership role because it's something that you wouldn't expect to see out of her. It's it's, a really nice little bit of almost, I would actually almost say character development to see her sort of like just take charge of something and actually, you know, be professional and effective about it. It was it was really cool to see, but um, I thought I thought the whole conflict was really fun. It was I thought the episode um, was really cute to me more than anything. I think it was it was really sweet to sort of see her try to like balance everything at work to make it fun for her friends while also you know having this underlying sort of uh, anxiety about them not liking her anymore. She has to be more assertive. And sort of being faced with that at the end, where she sort of, where she uh, sort of has to just take charge and sort of start dictating orders to people to keep everything in line. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I thought it was really a nice sort of resolution. I really liked, um, I really liked the kind of like ending they went for there. That like Lenny wasn't wrong. I was kind of half expecting that to come to some kind of conclusion, like, oh, you to make some kind of lesson out of like, oh, you can't be too nice as a leader because this happens, or she was just going to get overwhelmed. And then the lesson was going to be like, oh, you can't make friends with employees or something like that. <laughs> but no, it goes the other direction. It shows her basically, you know, having it both ways that she can, you know, she effectively makes work fun for her coworkers. And by doing that, they respect her just as much as they always did when she has to get assertive. And it was really, it's really un- unexpected message and i was really happy they went that route because you know i I feel like sometimes i think anyone you know when you work a job sometimes you kind of when you start having to like order people around you kind of get in that position where it sort of feels like you can't have it both ways but the truth is you know if you're treating people with the kind of respect that they want to be treated with they're going to give it right back to you when you need them to uh give it so i thought it was a really nice lesson to give i really enjoyed it and uh it had a couple of uh, really funny moments for me, too. I really... <laughs> I really... I liked the mannequin. I think... <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: If we're going to talk about spinoffs, let's give let's give Tanya a spinoff next. Just...
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: That, that, that whole sequence was funny. I love the dumb sitcom ending that they sort of just did with, you know, the whole dumb sitcom ending of them just laughing when her head fell off, when it sort of just... was just like an inside joke to the whole episode. I thought that was really funny, and... Uh, a lot of little bits like that, seeing sort of, like, Lenny, you know, a lot of the, the silly things Lenny was doing when she was trying to, like, do the entire job herself was entertaining, too. So it definitely had some really funny moments, but um, I think this episode's really shown the brightest for me in regards of just being, you know, really cute and really, uh, a really uh, nice moral that uh, came out of it.
0: Yeah, I can't really add uh, much more on to uh, both uh, the things you said. Um, what makes an episode like this um, so special is there's been a build-up to this episode, you know. we said it a bunch of times, you know. Seeing Lenny enter the workplace and being, like, independent uh, more so for herself has been amazing, you know. They really, uh, this entire arc of Lenny, um, at the mall has just been built off her character overall, just being a nice person. I mean, that's where it started. She has the biggest heart of any loud sister, you know, and she's been put in very difficult situations, you know, trying to balance school friends with work friends, now trying to balance being a boss and being friends with her, um, co-workers, and it's, um, it just continues to be an amazing, um, uh, showing by the writer to show how much they can really expand a character, who just used to be the dumb one, like the first two seasons, into, a very, a very likable, probably the most likable, and the character you root for the most in the entire series, I mean, kudos to them, and a nice parallel that one of you, uh, talked about between both episodes was saying, um, characters, um, trying to thrive in the, um, in the leadership roles that they've, um, been thrusted into in Lenny's case, or aspired to be into in, uh, Lucy's case, and, um, we saw, uh, Lenny thrive a lot more, um, than Lucy, which is understandable, but seeing, uh, the parallels between both episodes is pretty amazing, and, um, I think we've done a pretty great job in talking about this episode, um, my rating, I give it an 8 out of 10, again, a great episode, uh, see you all now what's your rating?
1: Um, Again, nothing bad to say. Best Lenny episode I've ever seen. I can't wait to see what the Lenny um, working on the, in the mall art comes next. Um, and this is by far my favorite episode of season four so far. So definitely, I'm going to say 9.5 out of 10. Oh. Really great episode. Nice. Possibly. Episode I've, I've ever seen in the history of this series so far.
2: So...
0: Like Nine point five. Right. So, um... yeah,
2: I was I was I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this one because uh, ever since the episode came out, I was sort of like weighing it out of which one I, episode I liked more. Yeah. And sort of in the in the same moment, because when, when I watched them the first time, I was de- when I watched him the first time, I was definitely like I liked Great Mistake more in my head, just because I thought it was so funny. But um, you know, the, the more I'm thinking about Leader of the Rack, I really can't like. I really, like, it was, it, like, it, in terms of, like, what it had for a lesson and stuff, and the more I've sort of been talking about it, I sort of, like, can't really shake the fact that, like, you know, <laughs> it was it was a really good episode, too, and I feel like it's a disservice to be, like, uh, you know, it was, you know, weaker than one or the other, so I, I think I'm gonna have to give it an 8.5, just like I did with the last one, I think, you know, The the more I've been thinking about it, I think both these episodes were really equal to me just in terms of, you know, how much I enjoyed them for very different reasons. You know, one was really funny to me, and then one was just really, uh, really heartfelt and genuine. And uh, I think, you know, they both were the same level, just really enjoyable, really fun for me. And I really, uh, really liked this episode. Yeah. For me, um, yeah, definitely same for me.
1: When it came down to those two episodes of which one I loved more it was very hard to choose because both of them were great. But if I were to ask what was my favorite, um, out of, I definitely would have to be Leader of the Rack because, again, this is a side of Lenny we did not see before. It's a side we didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. Um, great mistake. Code, um, but the Leader of the Rack because this was an episode that threw threw in so many surprises that I did not see coming, and and such an amazing episode, and it's possibly the best episode the writers have done so far, so definitely the leader of the rock, I would have to take that as the cake.
0: Awesome, awesome. Uh, great job, guys, in the reviews, and um, one last thing, great news for a line spinoff. spin-off. Um, as you guys saw, um, after, in between the episodes, we got, um, uh, Los Casagrandes promo, and it's amazing amazing to say, Los Casagrandes will be the newest Nicktoon series, or Nickelodeon animated series, next month in October. That series came up pretty fast, and we found out it's going to be premiering, um, October 14th. I think that's a Monday at, um, one thirty Eastern, um, uh, I'll put out a, a actual video about it in the coming days, talking about more in the detail, and giving my thoughts, but, um, you two, uh, starting in CL9, what are your thoughts about all uh, those Costa Grandes getting a premiere date on a Monday, October 14th, and it's getting be phoned by um, regular premieres on Saturday morning, so what are your thoughts? I
1: have to say it's really cool, you know, and it's, it's nothing that surprises me, like, what's, usually when you have a series premiere, you basically premiere it on any day you think would be cool. Um. Oh. They're going to premiere new episodes on Saturdays. I think that's really cool because usually everybody is home on the weekends. And that's when, you know, people are usually, um, especially kids, are around the television. So I like that move. I like how they're going to do it on Saturdays. And as for the premiere, I'm I'm hyped for it. I, I can't wait to see her family and her shenanigans again. Yeah, uh, this series is going to be a heck of a ride. I can't wait to see what's up, what's going to come, and um, other than that, I'm just got to wait and see until the series premieres. Awesome,
2: Rick. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely hyped for this, too. I, that was really, uh, I was really not expecting to see a preview when the episode's aired, but I saw it and I was like, oh, my God, what? We're a month away from this? And so <laughs> that was really cool. I, th- I think it's going to be really interesting. I'm looking forward to it because, um, you know, it's going to, you know, I believe it's going to be on Columbus Day that Monday. So yeah. we we'll to get Loud House episodes, too, the way that it's going to be airing. Oh, yeah, for but, um, sure. So, uh, it, it'll be nice to sort of like have both. I'm not actually going to be around that weekend. I'm going on a trip. So, <laughs> I'm going to have to record it and watch it later. So, hopefully, everyone else watches it. But, um, I, I'm I looking forward good, to um, it. I think I uh, we have um, the Ladas and the Lost Casa Grandes
1: premiering um, new episodes at the same time. Especially with me, because I have a show called CMI Reviews where I do um, Ladas reactions. But I'm also going to be doing reactions based on the Lost Casa Grandes as well. So that will really will be hectic on my schedule. Both of those shows at the same time, but I'm I'm gonna try and balance that out. We're insane. The lot has definitely has some competition coming, and um,
0: yeah,
1: see what happens.
2: I don't necessarily think it's competition. I think it's just sort of like you know, hey, you kind of get both now. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, that's the way I'm seeing level, it. it's well, like, hey, you yeah. get one, you get the other. So I'm. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. the The plot's are already out for those first two episodes, which are, seem interesting. They both seem fun. It's it's funny though because um, <laughs> I figured there was going to be this joke at some point that they were going to make you know uh, her her uncle make Carlos cool. Like the joke be like, oh, Carlos was cool at some point, but he's not now. I didn't expect it to be literally the first episode within like this show's run. But apparently that's what they're gonna do. So <laughs> yeah, I had I good foresight in guessing that. But um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be fun. The uh, the arc uh, I think definitely got got me in a good uh, good place with how I think this is gonna the uh, show's gonna go. I think you know it, it you know it start it started off as a pretty you know solid foundation. I know some people were sort of like split on some of the episodes, but yeah. across the board with all the episodes, it seemed like it was very you know. A lot like The Loud House was in season one, it has a really solid base on what it's going to build off of, and I think as the show actually starts to air in its own right, I think people are going to see that it's going to progressively get a lot more... Uh, it's going to just continuously get better and better from there. Yeah, yeah I love I love the arc when um,
1: they um, announced that the Gardens were going to get their own arc in season four. I really love that, especially how... when how it was at the um, very start because we got to see what the show's gonna be like. What I can tell, but what I can say is that I think they had a little too much. That's something I am a little skeptical on, but it was really cool at least, you know, to, we got to see get a sneak preview of what the show's gonna be like in the upcoming future. It's really amazing. And again I can't wait to see what's thing and um
2: yeah, I'm super pumped. Honestly, in hindsight, I can kind of see why they did it. Just because, you know, I don't, I, 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 I would see like, I could see totally why they would, uh, why it was that long though. Know, just in terms of like trying to promote it and get people familiar with it before the show comes out. Especially, you know, I don't, I don't know how these things go, so I'm not gonna act like I'm an authority on it. But you know, Nickelodeon has a really bad habit of just like putting a show out there in, like, a really bad place and then chewing it up within, like, three months and then being like, this is why it failed.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So so, so to see, see it be, like, I would honestly rather overkill, where it's like, okay, hey, you're going to get spammed with, like, two weeks of this so that people get more accustomed to these characters, the idea of the show, and get warmed up to it before the actual show premieres so that <laughs> it, it doesn't air and everyone's like, see, everyone hates this show, I told you. <laughs> so that, yeah. you know, they have that exposure right off the bat, so I, I, I can see why they did it in hindsight. It's still a lot, but, you know, in a season with, like, 26 episodes, it's sort of, like, probably not a lot comparatively when you're looking at the whole number of, like, 11-minute segments in the entire season.
0: Yeah, it's kind of similar to what um, how they premiered the Lighthouse all the way back in uh, 2016. feels like a million years ago, but um, that seems to be, like, the right way to go and approach it, you know? Hopefully, they have a bunch of episodes ready. I kind of feel like they do. I feel like they've been working on this series for a very long time. And, guys, this is it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, CR9 and Rick, why don't you tell us where where we can find you on social media? All right, guys. um,
1: You guys can um, find me on my YouTube channel, Caloric Leader 9. Um, that'll be somewhere, I think, hopefully in the link in the description down below. Um, and also check out my show on there, it's called Seal 9 Reviews, and it's where I watch Loud House episodes, I react to them, and I give out my opinions. And stay tuned, actually, for this Tuesday, as I will, as you will be seeing my reaction to the two episodes, um... And, yeah, and other than that, you can also follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and those links will be in the description. So, thank you all for watching. I love you very much, loud crowd, and come back very soon. And for now, stay golden, and I'll talk to you all very soon. Awesome, Rick.
2: Uh, yeah, so, um, I don't really have a ton of, ton of, ton of social, ton of social media handles that, uh, I want to plug here. I guess, I guess, you know, just my Twitter, www.twitter.com, uh, it's just Dickus88, not Dickus88, Dickus3. Um, and, uh, or I just very sparingly post things that are of probably no value to anyone that's watching this. But if you, if you're interested, it's where my Twitter is, but that's basically all I have to say in terms of social media plugs. But, um, you know, I, I just want to, uh, end my little bit off here and saying, you know, thanks for watching. I really, you know, so, you know, thanks, thanks for having us on because I, I really appreciate it. was fun doing this the first time. It's fun doing it the second time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you were great feeling you were great. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.